The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, June 15th edition, and we have a loaded 15-game slate on tap for you today, a couple big-time pitchers, and then a lot of interesting interesting options that I don't mind taking a few darts with. So let's talk about the totals on this slate, Reds at Pirates, total of 9, Marlins Orioles, total of 9, Rays Yankees, total of 9, you sensing a trend yet? Nationals, Blue Jays, 8.5. Twins, Indians, 7.5. The Klubot takes the mound. Padres, Braves, 8.5. Rockies, Rangers, this is in Texas with a total of 11. It is going to be in Fuego with two average at best pitchers. It'll play, or should play, like Coors Field. So keep that in mind. Tigers, White Sox, 8.5. Phillies, Brewers, 8.5. Cubs, Cardinals, 8. Astros, Royals, 9. Angels A's 8.5, Mets D-backs 8, Red Sox Mariners 7.5, Gigantes, Doyers 7.5. So we got a fun one on tap. You have uh, five totals of 8 or below, then 8.5 and, and above for the other 10 you got, and you have one in the 11. Let's get cracking. Uh, quick look at, look at your weather, I guess. Uh, San Diego, Atlanta, chances of rain there, so keep an eye on that one. But then Colorado, Texas, I said hot, 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 wind blowing in at about 14 miles an hour, but as hot as it is, I doubt it matters. Houston, Kansas City might get a little overlooked, but wind's going to be blowing out to left. Pretty heavy clip around 15 miles an hour and very, very, very hot there as well. And then Angels A's blowing out to center at about 16 miles an hour. Start the pitchies on this slate. Corey Kalubert, 13600 bucks at home against the Minnesota Twins. You know, everyone was wondering about Kluber starting out the year. Kind of rocky. He's got 25-point game against Minnesota. Rocky and Kluber standards, I should say, because he wasn't striking out the world. But he's got uh, seven or more Ks in four straight starts, uh, five five straight starts. And he's got basically 24 or more points in those starts with three 30-point-plus performances. Minnesota strikes out 22, or, yeah, 22% of the time. Kluber, a 32% K rate. Uh, lots to like about the Klubot in this one. His strikeout rate in the, in the month of May, like in the month of April, March and April, he was like a 20-something, low 20s. He's in the mid-30s in May, so definitely May and June, so definitely striking out a lot of guys. Minnesota's team totals 
It's tied for the lowest on the slate. Lefty's 268, righty's 294. Very expensive price tag on a slate this size. They're going to hear everybody go, oh, you don't need to pay up for him. Cash games, I would. But GPPs are going to say, you don't need to pay up for him. You can save cash and get other pitchers and get more bats. And I agree. There's a lot to be said about that. But this is also a prime spot, probably the highest ceiling on the slate. So definitely a guy to not sleep on. If you want to spend up, the clue bot is in play. If you want to go down about $2,900, James Paxton is 10700 bucks. He's at home against the Boston Red Sox, and people are going to go, oh, no, we can't play Paxton at home against or play a period against the Red Sox. Well, thank you, because we will. He's got 25 or more points in four of his last five, including 31 or more in three of those five, um, facing a Boston team who really strikes out a lot versus left-handed pitching, uh, approaching a 25% K rate. Yes, they have a ton of power versus lefties, um, but you look at Boston, whose team total – is 3.4, third lowest on the slate. Lefties are hitting 330 versus Paxton. Righties only 287. And it's funny with Boston. Yes, they have the power. We know J.D. Martinez versus the lefties. Amazing. Mookie Betts is great. But they have a below average Woba of 299. And one of the, you know, I'd say 10th, 10th or worse, ISOs versus lefties at 143. They really do struggle against lefties, which is surprising. Like, am I saying this is a lock? No, but for GPPs, James Paxton is a really good play at $10,700. I, I really, really like him. I think people are going to say, oh, he's facing Boston. I can't go there. Hey, and we know Boston can speed up any pitcher on the planet. They're that good. At the same time, it makes for a very good play, a very high-end pitcher at 10-7. When you drop down to $9,800, you got Ross Stripling at home against the uh, San Francisco Giants. Giants has been on a brutal road trip so far this year. Stripling uh, has been really, really good of late, as one can tell. He's got 25 or more DraftKings points in five straight starts, 19 or more in six straight starts. Been outstanding. I don't really need to sugarcoat this too much. Giants striking out about 25% of the time. Stripling's strikeout rate, his walk rate's low, his swinging strike's great, ground ball's great, low hard contact. Some of the lowest hard contact in all of baseball. I believe I was reading uh, Josh Cole. I mentioned it once in a while. He uh, does his 10 things you should know for the slate column about three times a week at Roto-Grinders, and it's free. So that's why I promote it. And um, he was mentioning uh, Stripling's hard contact rates like below 20% in this run he's been on since he's been starting in May. It's It's been crazy, absolutely crazy. So definitely got to look at it. Another thing to keep in mind, his team total of 2.8 is the same as Minnesota's versus Corey Kluber, and you're saving, do, 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 quick math carry, the two, $3,800. So you, you got a, a team with a 320 Woba in the Giants first righties and an ISO of 154. So a little above average Woba, below average ISO. Stripling's been outstanding at 9800 bucks. I'm assuming he'll be the chalk up top. So something to keep in mind. We do look at that. But he's very, very much in play. One of the top options on this slate if you if for price point value. Last in this 9K and above range, you got Tyler Skaggs at 9300 bucks. You know, Skaggs at time can give it up. We do know this. And he's at Oakland, which is a good pitcher's ballpark. Pitched a little better on the road than at home this year, 266 ERA compared to 3.62. Faced the A's once this year, six and a third, three hits, no earned, five strikeout performance. Back to back outstanding starts at Minnesota and against Texas. This A's team does have some, some thump. You know, Chris Davis does love his lefties. You got Chapman out there who can rake. Uh, Scotty can run into one. I'm not running to say he's the guy you're worried about. But there are a lot of options out there that could become interesting but not terrifying. Uh, they strike out 24% of the time versus lefties. The thing with Skaggs, you know, good ground ball rate, good strikeout rate. 
does give up a good amount of hard contact. So that's like I said, the home runs can come from time to time. The A's have a 4.2 total. It's middle of the pack. Lefty's 280s, righty 317. But they have a below average 297 Woba versus left-handed pitching. Something to keep in mind there. An average ISO. So they might run into a few, but at 9300 bucks, I think Skaggs was overlooked and could be put together a nice 20, 25-plus point performance out there tonight in Oco Coliseum. Late night hammer. It's something we don't talk about enough on this podcast because I try to get through it as quick as possible. But this was already going to be long anyway, so screw it. Something to think about on slates, especially this size. The West Coast games get overlooked more than the East Coast. People, A, they want to watch games before they go to bed. So that takes up about half the country. B, they just want that, you know, if I'm sitting at a bar, I want to be able to to uh, score my games. I want to watch my games. I have my There are more fans over on the, you know, Central East Coast, stuff along that nature. So that's what you're keeping in mind. Now, yes, Ross Stripling should go well-owned at his price point. There'll probably be a lot of Dodgers bats for Derek Collin, but you look at that A's game, that A's game could get overlooked. You look at Mariners games, they could get overlooked. So it could be interesting. Maybe it's different tonight because those are some great options we already mentioned. But in general, something to keep an eye on on those West Coast late-night games. They do get overlooked ownership-wise compared to most other times. So on your 9K and above, you got Stripling 1, Paxton 2, Kluber 3, Skaggs 4. I only have Kluber 3 because of his pricing. If he was priced around Paxton's price, he would be number 1. But uh, I, I think he's the best play on the slate by far. Just price-wise, you, you might not want to go so far. Those are based on skill and pricing combined. So Stripling 1, Paxton 2, Kluber, Skaggs. like that quite a bit. Let's drop into the 7 and K, seven and 8K range. Where I got five arms for you to take a look at. Gio Gonzalez, 8800 bucks at Toronto. I love mentioning Gio when he's priced like this. We hated him when he was priced out the roof. But now he's at at least a reasonable price. And uh, coming off a rocky start against the Giants of all teams. Prior to that, 24-8, 22-5, 22-8, 22-7, 29 That's pretty damn good. And he's a guy that people just crap on left and right. And a lot of it was fair when he was priced to ten dollars to $12,000. Yes, that's scary. But $8,800 for Gio Gonzalez at the Toronto Blue Jays, a team that strikes out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. They have Josh Donaldson. It's about the only thing that really jumps off the page at me. They might, they'll have a couple other guys. That Justin Smoke does hit good against lefties. There's no hiding that. Gio will give up some solo shots from time to time. They have a team total of four, a little below middle of the pack. Lefties 227, righties 324. Uh, basically a barely average, almost below average Woba of 300 and an ISO of 174 versus lefties. So at this price point, I like Gio because he can give up a few runs, but he can get you a handful of strikeouts. In cash games, I like him a lot because he, he gives you quality start after quality start. Uh, GPPs, I still think there's upside and his ownership would be tremendously low. And that's why I want to mention Gio at 8,800. You got Kevin Gossman, 8,500 bucks at home in Baltimore against the Miami Marlins. The Marlins will get to add a designated hitter. Does that matter? Probably not with Miami, but you never know. Gossman is just GPP only because we know that any team can blow up on Gossman when he's just not located and throwing meatballs. At the same time, when Gossman's on, he's one of those GPP type plays that can get you 25, 30 points on a good night. Um, he's got a Miami team that strikes out almost 24% of the time. First right-handed pitching. His ground ball rate has got up to 44%, which is really, really good for one Kevin Gossman. Miami's team total is about 4.15. Lefty's 331, righty's 354. But you look at their Woba and ISO, both way below average. Their ISO is one of the worst first right-handed bats, uh, pitchers in all of baseball. Uh, Woba of 286, ISO of 117. Both really, really, really bad. It's something you don't want to take pride in. 
And those are the kind of stats you look at to give Kevin Gossman with his K upside. The ballpark doesn't help him at all, but the lineup he's facing does. And uh, 8,300 or 8,500 becomes an intriguing GPP type option. Johnny Lester, $8,300. Let me read you some stats from that Josh Cole 10 interesting things column. Because I'm always hesitant to use Lester, but A, his price tag is very nice. If I can say Geo at 88 is good, Lester at 83 is outstanding. When you look at Lester in his last 10 games against the Cardinals, dating back to 2016, he's not allowed more than three earned runs in any of those games. He struck out six-plus batters in seven of those games, seven of those ten. And we know like he's, his 2-2-2 ERA, we mention it all the time, I've mentioned it on Bench with Bubba and else, is you know up for regression. But you're facing a St. Louis Cardinals team that does, you know, not the world beaters and Ks, but they've gone up this year. 23% K rate versus lefties. We love that. That's outstanding. People still think they're a big, you know, not big strikeout team. Uh, Lester's got a K rate of 23%. Ground ball is very good at 44. Soft contact. He's on a 30% hard contact guy. The Cardinals team totals four. It's one of like the 10th lowest on the slate, maybe lower. Lefties 312, righties 352. So he does give up contact though to righties. But you look at the uh, the Cardinals also, average Woba of 312, barely above average ISO of 172. Yeah, Ozuna is a beast for lefties. I have no problem with you saying I want to use Marcelo Ozuna. Jose Martinez is crushing baseballs, um, loves facing lefties, hasn't has with as much power this year versus him, but he's in play. Tommy Fan's been struggling a bit, but he's very good. Yeah, Yadier Molina, yeah, Harrison Bader. I get it. The list can be Yair Munoz at short. It's a heavy list. But it's also John Lester in a really good matchup at 8300 bucks that people are going to overlook because they see the Cardinals. And he could definitely be in play for you today in a GPP. Uh, very good track record. Very good stuff. Could he blow up? Sure. But that's the, the thing we do with baseball. All right. Zach Godley at 8100 bucks. This guy has been tilting as tilting can be. Coming off of 24 points in his last start, which was oh so nice, uh, at Colorado of all places. Got beat up by the Giants. Pitched well against Cincinnati. Got beat up by Milwaukee. So it's just like hit and miss with him. He's faced the Mets once this year. Six innings, four hits, one earned, four walks, six Ks for 19 DraftKings points. You'll take that. And the reason we're targeting Godley today on a slate with so many options and he could go elsewhere in a heartbeat is it is the New York Mets. They strike out almost 22% of the time. Godley, you know, still a 54% ground ball rate, an outstanding swinging strike rate, a great uh, strikeout rate. Just wonders why things aren't working at time. The Mets have a 3-8 total, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties 349, righties 382. So if you want to play some Mets, knock yourself out. I liked him yesterday. Conforto and Nemo both went deep. Um, they have an average Woba and an average ISO versus righties 308, 161. Nothing crazy there. So Godley at 81 could be in play. People, again, on a big slate like this, just like Lester, they might just say, screw it. I'm not going to go to Godley. But it is the Mets. Something to definitely keep in mind. So when you look at your 8K and 7, oh, one more in 7K, sorry. This one is GPP only if you want to go for the ownership play. And I, I'll say it again because I say it on other pods that have 15-game slates or so. Ownership will be spread out quite a bit. There are some you can sense will be chalky. Like Ross Stripling should be chalky. That's just going to happen. Um, but you look at this range here, it could get really muddled unless guys just don't want to play Leicester, just don't want to play Geo. Uh, maybe they flock to Godley because it is the Mets. So that's a common trend these days. Uh, but Kyle Gibson at the Cleveland Indians. Hear me out. Okay, on the road, much, much better. 2-1-3 ERA on the road at home, 4-7-8. 23.4 DraftKings points on average compared to 10.9. He faced Cleveland earlier this year, 5 and 2 thirds, 2 earned, 1 was a homer, and 7 strikeouts for 20.4 points. Again, $7,500. 
He's facing an Indians team. Strikes out over 22% of the time. Gibson, 20% K rate, 50% ground ball rate. Does give up hard contact. No hiding that one at all. Cleveland's team total is 4.7. About 8th highest on the slate. Lefty's 308, righty's 329. Yes, we know. Their offense is very, very good. But Kyle Gibson's been that underrated, just kind of sleepy, good talent this year. He's a guy in a GPP. If you really want to play the low ownership game that you don't have to, he is there and an intriguing option. So your five pitchers in the 7 and 8K range, I got John Lester 1, Gio Gonzalez 2, Zach Godley 3, Kevin Gossman 4, and Kyle Gibson 5. So really good options there to pair up with someone up top, or you can pair a couple of them together and get all the bats. Or we go to the 6K and below range, where there are some options I like. One guy I've fallen in love with, and one of these days is going to bite me in the ass. But Brent Suter continues to put start after start after start together. He's facing the Philadelphia Phillies at home in Milwaukee. He's faced Phillies once this year. Five innings, four hits, three earned, one home run. Five Ks for 16.3. You'll take that at $6,500. He has 16.3 or more points in five straight starts in six of his last seven. He sprinkled in a couple 20-plus point performances in that time period. He's starting to strike out guys a little more. He has a strikeout rate up to, uh, it's it's over 20% now. It's like 20.3%. Uh, Philadelphia team strikes out 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Again, $6,500. Uh, and, and Philly has a team total of four. 3.96, almost the same as the Cardinals. That's two, four, six. Eighth lowest on the slate. They have a WOBA of 296, an ISO of 124, both below average. That 124 ISO is like 7th or 8th worst versus left-handed pitchers in all of baseball. Uh, yes, Aaron out there can rake. Uh, Santana's a switch hitter. Cesar Hernandez is a switch hitter. Uh, Reese Hoskins is a monster. They have options. There's no hiding that. But at 6500 bucks, Brent Suter is in play for me today. I'm going to throw something out there because everyone is going to talk about Jonathan Loisiga. Siga? Loisiga. Sorry. I, I worked on that all last night. I still butchered it. Loisiga. Of the New York Yankees. Prospect coming up. He's barely pitched over double A. Let me read to you his game logs for the season. And tell me if this is a guy you want to spend this kind of cash for. So he's made 10 starts this year. He made 4 at high A. He's made 6 at double A. He's got 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 3, 5, 5, 2. Those are his innings pitched. Hasn't gone past 5 innings. In, in those games, 64, 63, 87, 83. 89, 78, 58, 77, 77, 49. Those are his pitch counts. I'm not sure how long they want to stretch this guy. His highest pitch count was 89. That was back on May 3rd. Uh, since then, 78, 58, 77, 77, 49. He has a big strikeout arm. You're going to hear that over and over again. He had a K rate over 30% in the minors. Doesn't walk many guys. So he's got that going for him really, really well. Can't give up a home run from time to time. In the double A, he did see... The long ball increase a bit. So he's a player that's going to be mentioned a ton. Yes, the Rays suck. They, they'll, they'll have their flashes of brilliance. They don't have a lot of lefties in their lineup, a lot of righties. Everyone's flocking to this guy at this price. I'm going to just watch him and enjoy. If he throws a gym, congratulations. Tip my cap. But uh, I just don't know how long he's going to go with that price point. I'd rather roll with Bruce Suter or Brent Suter. Or heck, take a dart with Jose Urania at 6300 bucks. Yes, Jose Urania. Uh, it's, a, it's a dicey play. He's a double-digit guy with 20-plus point upside. He's at a Milwaukee Brewers team that strikes out a ton. 
Um, they have a 25.2% K rate versus right-handed pitching. For 6300 bucks, you know a guy's going to probably give up some runs. Give me the strikeouts. You're loving that with Jose Urania. <coughs> Excuse me. He has a 45% ground ball rate. Does give up some hard contact. Baltimore's team total is 4.9. It's sixth highest on the slate. Lefty's 375. Righty's only 300. He's done a great job versus righties. And they have a below average Woba of 289 versus right-handed pitching. And an average ISO of 153. So Urania at 63. Yes, he has the, the tendency to get wild or give up some home runs. But as a whole, it's not a lineup that terrifies you. They strike out a ton. This is a guy I can definitely get behind and it could be another sneaky ownership type play at 6300 bucks. I'd almost rather take the gamble on Urania than Kyle Gibson higher up for $1,200 cheaper. After Urania, another guy to look at is Brandon McCarthy. $5,900 at home against the San Diego Padres. Yes, he's not great anymore by any means. He's got he's got 21 plus points in two of his last four starts. Three of his last four, uh, five actually. So he's got the upside. He's also got the, the beatability. But he's facing the San Diego Padres. Another team we like to target. They strike on almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitchings. Pitchers, honestly, both could get shelled, but like a Urania-McCarthy combo gives you every bat you ever want of this son. Every one of them. And it's scary because they both can get shelled. But they both could put up 15, 20-plus points, and you get every bat, and who knows what the hell you do then. But uh, not saying it's a must-go thing, but it is definitely on the table. It's a San Diego team with a total of 3.9. It is seventh lowest on the slate. Lefty's 369, righty's 311. Um, they have a 288 Woba, 126 ISO, both dreadful versus right-handed pitching. So McCarthy at 59 at that price tag is in play. Lastly on this list, another guy at 59 I like a lot. And regression bug is coming for him. It's been talked about many times. But Ronaldo Lopez at $5,900 is a very solid, solid play at this price point. Going up against the Detroit Tigers team. He's faced earlier this year for 17.3 DraftKings points on average. He's faced them twice. Giving up two runs in 14 innings, uh, eight walks, eight Ks. That's always his issue. Uh, he's pitched much better at home this year on the road as well, is the walks. If he's controlling the walks, he'll be just fine. Detroit strikes out over 21% of the time. He's got only a 16% K rate and a 9% walk rate. But uh, it is a very intriguing team against a Detroit lineup that is just bad, very, very bad. A total of four. Lefty's 347, righty's 347. But look at the Detroit offense, 298 Woba, 142 ISO, both below average. So a lot you can target there with Ronaldo Lopez. Very, very much in play for you today. All right, let's, uh, down below I have Lopez 1, Suter 2, Urania, or McCarthy 3, Urania 4. But it just depends on your level of you know what ownership you're looking at, what level of gamble you want to take, because they're all very interesting punt options. So recapping your pitching. Up top, Stripling 1, Paxton 2, Kluber 3, Skaggs 4. In the middle, the 7 and 8K range, you have Lester 1, Geo 2, Godley 3, Gossman 4, Gibson 5. And when you drop to the 6Ks and below, Lopez 1, Suter 2, McCarthy 3, Urania 4. Let's get to the bats. Before we do so, i got to talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafts, and they're done in under 5 minutes. You draft them, you sit back, you enjoy. There's no ownership to worry about there because you're the only one that owns them. If they're not in the lineup, there's a terrain out. They give you an alert. You can change them out with anybody that has not played yet. So tons to enjoy there. And when you make your first deposit, use promo code SDSports. And you'll get entry into a free $3 tournament. If it's baseball, golf for next week, if it's NFL best ball, it's entry into any of your $3 tournaments of your choice. So go check it out, draft.com, draft in your app store. 
great way to play fantasy sports. Now let's start off with the catcher's position. And it'll be led by the usual suspects, but not quite what you'd expect. JT Riamuto, 4300 bucks, definitely in play if you are fading Gossman. Um, Gary Sanchez against Ivaldi is interesting, but the, the top price guy for me is Evan Gaddis. He is crushing lefties, crushing righties, facing Jacob Junis, a guy that can be very good, but when he's not locating, gives up a lot of fly balls, a ton of fly balls. Houston has the third highest total on the slate. I told you the weather is very accommodating to Houston, blowing out hard to left and very, very hot, so it'll be very hitter-friendly. Jacob Junis has reverse splits. Lefties 311, righties hit 343 off of him, and the Astros' third highest total at 5.2. Uh, the two top totals is Texas and Colorado, as you'd expect. So Houston comes in third, and Gaddis at 39 can be a very nice play if you're paying up at the catcher's position. Scroll down like he has Monty Grandal at 37 versus Derek Holland can be interesting. The one thing I'll say about Holland, I have no problem with people stacking the Dodgers. No problem at all because Holland we know can get blown up. If you look at the Dodgers, it's quite interesting. Their team total is 4.7. It's like 7th or 8th on the slate. Lefties 261, righties 373. Holland finds a way to just keep it like not get blown up. But uh, maybe the blow-up's coming and it may be tonight. So Grandal could be in play for you at 37. Uh, you go down a little farther, you got the likes of um, Chris Iannetta. If he does get the start in Colorado, the lefty Mendez gives up a ton of contact. The strikeout rate of like 18% in the minors. Tendency to give up the long ball. Again, hot as heck in Texas. So Iannetta at 35 against the lefty can be intriguing. Um, Yadi Molina at 34 versus Lester is another guy you could give a look at if you wanted to. Jan Gomes at 33 versus Gibson. I do like Gibson a lot. Now, tech, uh, Cleveland has tremendous track record versus Gibson when we get to BVP. Lefty's 308, righty's 329. It's kind of a reverse split. Gomes has really good numbers versus Gibson. If you're fading him, that's a guy to keep an eye on um, at his price point at $3,300. Uh, slide down a little farther. Tucker Barnard's always a guy we like at $3,200, especially if he's bad in second. You have Chad Cool, who lefties do like to uh, hit around quite a bit. So Barnard at 32 worth a play if you're going that direction. Tyler Flowers at 31 versus Clayton Richards. Another good option there. Atlantic in a great spot tonight. 4-6 total. Lefty's 282. Righty's 345 versus Clayton Richards. So those bats from the right side, plus Freddie Freeman against anybody, is in play for you there with Atlanta. So many ways to go on a 15-game slate. Like ownership, again, should be spread out pretty good. When you look at some other guys a little farther down the price point, you got the likes of Johnny Lucroy at 29 versus Skaggs. Not running a play just because of an inconsistency and a slate this size. There will be other options, like a Rafi Lopez at 27 if you aren't using McCarthy. There's a nice cheaper option you can take a look at. Uh, maybe a Mitch Garver or a Bobby Wilson against Kluber. Probably not, but he's cheap. Um, Martin Maldonado at 2700 versus Bassett's a guy I wouldn't mind looking at at that price point. And then other than that, check your lineups. There will obviously be some definite value opening up at the catcher's position on a 15-gamer. First base is... Ridiculous as usual. Freddie Freeman, yes. Um, you got Encarnacion at 5K, who's really had phenomenal success against Kyle Gibson. Uh, you got Le- uh, Martin- Jose Martinez at 49 versus Lester. I'm not running to play. Could he run into one? Sure. But he's not a, a main target of mine. I'd rather go to like Joey Votto at 48 versus uh, Chad Cool. I wish this was a great American small park on a slate like this. You get some super low ownership because Pittsburgh is a tough ballpark to hit in. But it uh, would be a nice look for you there. You scroll down a little farther. Eric Hosmer at 45 could be a nice play versus Brandon McCarthy. Um, Carlos Santana switch hitting versus Suter is not bad. Greg Bird, 4,100 versus Eovaldi. If he's hitting like in the middle or higher up in the lineup, he's towards the bottom. Loses a little appeal. 
But then again, if you're playing Yankees, it differentiates things for you quite a bit. Uh, farther down you look, uh, Jose Abreu at 4K versus Mike Fires. Abreu uh, just quietly gets it done day after day after day. White Sox a 4.5 total. Lefty's 353, righty's 342 versus Mike Fires. So some White Sox bats could be extremely sneaky tonight. But Joey Gallo at 4K is outstanding versus Bettis. Bettis giving up like six or more runs in his last few starts. Uh, when you look at Joey Votto in these last few games, uh, excuse me, allergies, guys. Allergies are killers, absolute killers. Uh, where did he go? Where did he go? Yeah, I can't find it right now. But he's hitting his, his hard contact rate. I was reading like over the last week or so is like around 70, 75%, which is just insane. Uh, so the big games are coming. He's just hitting that shift and everything else that comes along with it. So Joey Gallo at 4K is definitely worth a look. Um, Matt Adams at $3,900 versus Aaron Sanchez. Sanchez loves to give up the fly ball, loves to give up the home run. Uh, lefty's 373, righty's 375 off Aaron Sanchez. So Matt Adams, first base outfield eligible at 39. Could be going to Ding Dong City tonight. Justin Bohr at 38 versus Gossman, definitely worth a look as well. Uh, Yuli Gurriel heating up. Mentioned him for the podcast yesterday. Another you know nine points uh, yesterday in Oakland. Nine, 17, 10, 29, 8 in his last five games. He's 3,800. We mentioned Junis and his reverse splits. So Gurriel could be another low-owned option for you there. Uh, Matt Davidson, first base, third base for the White Sox at 36 for a cheaper play. No, Miguel Sano is not available because he got sent down to single A. Ha! Huh. Uh, your, your daily Yonder Alonso is too cheap signing at 3,500 if you need to punt. Uh, Ronald Guzman at 34, not running to play him, but in that hitting environment, a weird piece of the puzzle like that could really come into play because he can run into one from time to time. And if you're stacking, he's definitely in the stack at 3,400 bucks, so keep that in mind. Other than that, like a Louis Valbuena at 31 can be a cheapie. I'm not going to go over everybody, but Kenneth Morales also at 3K. Switch hitting could be interesting, but check your lineups. See what pops up for you. Second base, Altuve at 5K is worth a look. Albies at 48 does hit lefties extremely, extremely well. Scooter Jeanette at 47. DJ LeMahieu's back, again, facing that bad lefty in Mendez in that hitter's yard in Texas at 46. Uh, all great plays up top there. All great plays. Uh, some other good ones in the middle, but you slide down to guys like Cesar Hernandez at 4K, but Descalso at 39 versus Lugo is interesting. Not running to play it. Josh Harrison at 39 versus Matt Harvey is definitely in play for you there. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Azdrubal Cabrera at 37 versus Godley, but one I love. Absolutely love. If you're not paying up top, Yohan Moncada, 3700 bucks, likely leading off against Mike Fires, is outstanding. That's a great, great, great play right there at $3,700 for Yohan Moncada. Definitely keep him on your radar. Corey Spangenberg at $3,500. Second base, third base eligible against McCarthy is in play. Rubio Dorn at GPP, especially in a Texas stack at 35. Uh, Bettis has given up a lot of runs, a lot of hard contact. Like six or more runs lately, just getting beat to crap. So Texas is is alive and well tonight. Uh, you scroll down some more, you're going to have the likes of like maybe a Logan Forsyth at 3200 versus uh, Derek Holland. You could give a look at that. Uh, I'd probably pass Kiki, or he's at short, so I'll get there. Because that'll be the typical Dodgers versus the lefty. got to play Kiki Hernandez. All right, third base. You got Jose Ramirez at 5300 bucks. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely very good at baseball. Don't hate that. But Nolan Arenado at 49 against Minnesota. This, this, this ballpark is going to play like Coors Field. If Arenado was in Coors Field against Mendez, he'd be almost $6,000. $4,900 is a steal. 
DraftKings doesn't factor in weather. And Aerodon is worth every penny of that price tag. You go down a little farther. Uh, Bregman swinging a hot stick at 45. Jake Lamb at 44 went Ding Dong City again yesterday. He's interesting. Um, Josh Donaldson is out. I forgot about that. So it makes Geo at 8,800 look even better. Even better, guys. Um, Brian Anderson at field 42 is okay. Travis Shaw, interesting play versus Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta giving up a ton of contact this year. Uh, Shaw at 4,200 bucks could be an intriguing option there. If you aren't using Ronaldo Lopez, a guy like Heimer Condelario at 4,100, I could definitely get behind. But one of the better plays at third base today is $4,000. His name is Justin Turner. Mashes lefties, absolutely crushes them. Um, since 2017, there's only one hitter in all of baseball who has a three uh, as a 300 ISO or better with a sub 10% strikeout rate versus left-handed pitchers, and that is Justin Turner. Uh, Derek Holland has the second highest WOBA against right-handed batters since 2017. So Justin Turner at $4,000 is outstanding. Bad pricing. Uh, Todd Frazier could be a GPP play at $3,800. Anthony Rendon at $3,800 I like a lot as well outside of Turner. Rendon at $3,800 is a really good price tag. We usually target him versus lefties, but he's hitting everything right now, and Aaron Sanchez is bad. So definitely like that. Beltran at $3,800 is interesting if you really want to go there to get a piece of that just massive total at that ballgame. Yomer Sanchez at 36, another nice White Sox piece versus Mike Fires. I mentioned Spangenberg already. Moustakis at 35 versus Morton for your GPP home run plays. Jed Jericho, second base, third base at 34, does mash his lefties, but I like Lester today. It might backfire, but I do like him. Uh, Scott Kingery, 3,400, third base shortstop if you aren't using Suter. Kingery could be a nice cheap option at third or short for you as well. Uh, A few more to take a, a gander at. Maybe a Panda at 33, I'd rather not. Logan Forsythe, again, 3,200 could be in play. <clears throat> Excuse me. Colin Moran at 3,200 versus Matt Harvey in your GPP punts. Valbuena, 31 as well for some punting action. And I'm not going to go over everybody because it's such a long slate and a long pod compared to usual. So come to the Slack chat and I will, you know, you know, type out some values and some other things to look at when lineups come out. Shortstop, you got uh, Lindor at 51 is really, really good, of course. Machado's not bad, but Trevor Story, again, treat this like it's Coors Field where he faces lefties, and we always play him in Coors versus lefties. Story versus Mendez at 49 is electric. That is the electric factory. Didi Gregorius versus Nate Ivaldi at 46, definitely a play for you there. Correa at 45 uh, against Junis is worth a play as well. You got Bogarts at 43 and a GPP only. But Chris Taylor, outfield shortstop at 4,100 versus Derek Holland, definitely a play for you there. Uh, B-Craw at 41 has been playing really well. I'm probably not going to run to play him against Stripling, but uh, GPP, if you want to be really weird, if you're playing a ton of mass like entries, he could be worth a stash here or there. A guy like Jerkson Pro for our 3800 bucks versus Bettis, I like quite a bit. Marcus Simeon at 38 versus Skaggs. I already spec Skaggs game quite a bit, but Simeon could be interesting at 3800 bucks. You slide down some more. You got Kingry again at 34. You got Aaron Munoz at 33 are options for you. Um... Other dots, you're going to get down to the fun range of our our usual suspects. Adrian's at 29, but it's Kluber today, so you're not running to play that one. Um, where's my boy? There he is. JT Riddle, 2700 bucks versus Gosman. That's your punt right there, folks. If, you, if you're playing, if you're fading Gosman, you're punting, you're going. Because this is why you love Riddle. He went deep yesterday for 14 points. He had a zero. He had a nine. He had a zero. This is what JT Riddle does, guys. And then you have five. So five or more in three of his five, the, the ones he didn't get him, zeros. JT Riddle, everybody. Welcome to Puntland. All right, let's head to the outfield. 
Trout at 6K, yes, always in play. I don't have to say it. Betts is always in play, even against Paxton. He's in play. He's the only guy in the Red Sox that doesn't strike out a ton for his lefties. Um, you got a guy like Bryce Harper at 5,200 versus Aaron Sanchez is outstanding. The part that sucks with Harper is everybody's walking him. So you're losing so many points, but uh, still, he could easily find the bleachers once or twice today against Aaron Sanchez. Sanchez is that bad. A Charlie Blackman at 52, even though it's a lefty, I don't care. Blackman can't hit lefty. He's just fine. So definitely a play for you. J.D. Martinez and GPPs for the home run upside versus Paxton, but I'm not dying to play that. I'd rather go to 4,900 and play Chris Davis with a K against Tyler Skaggs. He's in play. Springer at 48 versus Junis is worth a look. Leonis Martin is one of the better hitters in Detroit, which says a lot about how bad their offense is, but he has to hit the ball hard, hit it well. He's 4,700 versus Ronaldo Lopez. You got David Peralta, who doubled on on Thursday night at 46. Sinchu Chu, crushing baseballs, one of the best hitters versus uh, lefties lately. If I can find the stat for you, he's been absolutely crushing. Uh, there it is. So only four players in MLB have a 220-plus ISO, a 390-plus Woba, and a 48% hard hit rate against righties this year. Betts, Trout, J.D. Martinez, and the fourth is Shin Su Chu. So keep that in mind. Absolutely crushing it. And those are the stats for uh, Gallo. He has a 250 BABIP over the last two weeks and a 72% hard contact rate over that rate. So... He's coming. Mazar's got some great stats there as well. 194 BABIP, 51% hard contact. So, Texas, folks, I don't have to say it too much more. But choose and play at 46. Michael Brantley at 46, not bad either. Don't hate that. Kristen Yellick at 46, interesting against Arietta. Uh, Starling Marte versus Harvey at 46. So, definitely some options to take a gander at in this mid to high 4K range. Uh, as you come down, like a Teoscar Hernandez, if you aren't using Geo at 44. Love me some Juan Soto at 44. He double-donged two days ago. He's in play today against Aaron Sanchez. Big time in play. Uh, Justin Upton at 44 for your GPP. Same with Nelly Cruz, who stays on fire. Went deep again yesterday. He's 4,300. We like Hoskins for Suter. Um, McCutcheon's hitting everything. I just don't want to fade Stripling, but McCutcheon's hitting everything. Austin Meadows at 43 versus Harvey is definitely a nice, cheaper option there. Again, wish that was a great American ballpark. That would be awesome. Ozuna, if you're fading Lester at 42, is worth a look. Uh, Matt Kemp at 42 and Puig at 42. I like Kemp over Puig, but both outstanding plays against Derek Holland. Dodgers, you're going to get in a nice little you know, 4K-ish range price tag for most of them today. So I'm going to keep an eye on Chris Taylor at 41. Uh, Scott Shevler at 41 versus Cool. Can take him deep. That's a nice little GPP type play. Brandon Nemo in play yet again at 4K. Too cheap for one of the better hitters in all of baseball right now. Went deep yesterday. Stays hot, hot, hot. No more Mazzara at 4K and Joey Gallo at 4K are both outstanding options in that matchup versus Chad Bettis. Absolutely love it. Uh, you go down below the 4K range, Matt Adams at 39 we do like quite a bit. Ian Desmond, as much as I hate him, is a GPP play against Mendez. Corey Dickerson at 3,900 against Harvey, also worth a look there. Aaron Hicks always in play, but he'll probably be farther down the lineup versus a righty. Nick Castellanos versus Ronaldo Lopez at 38, not horrible. Mentioned Harrison Bader already. Earlier in the podcast, as you slide down to the mid threes, you got the likes of um, Odubel Herrera against Suter. Man, not so much, but Michael Conforto, again, still only 3,500 versus Zach Godley. GPP only type stuff is in play for the long ball. Uh, like a Franville Reyes, GPP only 3,400 versus Mark McCarthy for the long ball as well. Uh, Nico Goodrum against Ronaldo Lopez at 33 for some uh, value GPP type stuff if you're going that direction. Uh, Noel Cuevas, if he gets to start for Colorado, right-handed bat, 
Uh, does start quite a bit. Uh, he's been hitting 300 with a homer and four ribbies in his, since being recalled from AAA Albuquerque at the end of May. Right-handed bat with a little bit of thump in the minors in that great hitting environment for 3300 bucks is a nice cheapie you can take a look at. Uh, maybe a Jesse Winker at 33 but I'd rather have the Cuevas gamble there. You know, Lonnie Chisholm at 32 versus Gibson is a decent cheapie in that matchup. So we get to the bottoms of the threes and head into the twos. There will be a ton of value picking up. I'm not going to name them all off. So just check the Slack chat. Check the lineups. You'll get a ton to go with. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons to go with. But let's recap your pitching real quick. All the way up top. Paxton 1. Or no. Stripling 1. Paxton 2. Kluber 3. Skaggs 4. In the middle. Lester 1. Geo 2. Godley 3. Gossman 4. Gibson 5. Down below. Lopez, Suter, Urania, McCarthy. As you can tell, there are a ton of bats to choose from. So definitely some to keep in mind if you want it, what you want to do with your pitching. A uh, quick BVP look for you as we get this cracking. Starling Cash was actually 10 for 27, two doubles against Kevin Gossman. Uh, Josh Harrison, 5 for 11 versus Matt Harvey. Uh, Shebler and Scooter and Peraza and Winker have all, or no, just Scooter and Shebler are taking cool deep. Uh, da, 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 da. Here's your Kyle Gibson. Uh-oh. Edwin Encarnacion, 7 for 19 with a double and four homers off the of Gibson. Jan Gilliams, 11 for 24. It's a 458 average. Two doubles and two homers. You got Jason Kipnis, 12 for 25. Two doubles. 480 average. Michael Brantley, 5 for 16 with a double and a homer. Lindor, 10 for 23 with a double. Jose Ramirez, 7 for 22. Two doubles and a homer. Chisenhall, 8 for 25. Two doubles. They're hitting 374 with 20 extra base hits. A third of their hits are extra bases. Not bad. Not bad at all. Nick Markakis, 5 for 11, 2 doubles against Clayton Richards. Uh, Eric Hosmer, 6 for 17, 3 doubles versus Brandon McCarthy. Tim Anderson, 3 for 8 with a homer off of Mike Fires. Ryan Braun's only hitting 250, but he's 7 for 28 with 3 homers off of Jake Arrieta. Aguilar, Sogard, Perez, and Santana have all taken him deep. Odubel Herrera, 2 for 4 with a double and a homer off Suter. Jed Jericho, 9 for 22, a double and three homers off Lester. Molina, 12 for 37, three doubles and a homer. Um, as a team hitting 240 off of him. Wilson Contreras, 3 for 8 with two homers off of Waka. Ian Half, 3 for 9 with two homers. Anthony Rizzo, 18 for 40, a double and three homers, a 450 average versus Michael Waka. That's pretty damn good. K with the Chris Davis, 4 for 8, two doubles and a homer. I told you I liked him a bit today. Simeon, 4 for 10 with a double. Ian Kinsler, 4 for 10 with a double. Yeah, Denard Spann hit 396 versus Rick Porcello, 19 for 48, a double and a homer. So there could be a GPP low ownership play because no one's going to play Spann. And then McCutcheon, 4 for 6 with a double and a homer off Stripling. Still not looking to run to play that. If you want your birthday, boys, it's Dominic Smith's birthday for the Mets if you want to get real weird versus Zach Godley. Travis Jankowski's birthday for the Padres versus Brandon McCarthy. I can get behind that a little bit. Eduardo Nunez, it's his birthday versus James Paxton. So three guys to keep on your birthday watch. It's a fun little thing we talked about in the Slack chat. So come join us there. Just ask for an invite. Have a lot of fun. Talk a lot of baseball. Talk a lot of everything. Depends on what you want. PGA rooms, rooms for everything. So come join us there. I am on Twitter at BDintrick. Ask away. And I will help the best I can. We are at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. Uh, Bench with Bubba, episode 100. It is up and available. Recorded it last night with Brian Slack from Baseball HQ. 
talking a lot of NL West players and many others. So really good stuff there. Go check that out. Um, we talked uh, around the base with Bubba Mill. Episode 68 is available as well with Brian Sikowski at Perfect Game USA. Tons of great stuff there. We've got the World Cup going on and much, much more. But good luck on this Friday 15-game slate. Lots to take in, lots to do. Have a good weekend. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, June 15th edition. I'm out.